Hey everyone, Mario Barecki here, and I am known as the Conversation Guy. I'm also the founder of MediaMar, and at MediaMar, we help thought leaders craft and distribute conversations that convert. I believe everything starts with a conversation. I believe conversations are the most powerful way to create connections, to create relationships, and to create opportunities with each other. So everything has a basis in conversation. And on this podcast that you're about to listen to, I'm going to have 10-minute conversations with thought leaders to do just that, create relationships, create opportunity, but more importantly, to convey value, value from them and their perspective and how they operate on a daily basis, and to really tell a story that can bring some value and positivity tips, tricks, ideas, what have you, to your life to make it better. So sit back, relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. It is my honor and privilege to bring back onto the line Lacey Bentley. She is a woman's recovery coach, international best-selling author, and mom of four adolescent sons. She has been married for 22 years and combated her own love addiction. She now mentors other women into a recovered life. You can join her Facebook group, which is where you can connect with her directly. Facebook.com slash groups slash distracted woman group is where you can go do that. And also grab a copy of her book, Addicted to Love, wherever books are sold. You're going to want to read that. It is an international bestseller. Lacey, it's so great to have you back. Thanks, Mario. It's great to be back. Yeah, we had so much fun yesterday talking about attachment disorder and what that looks like. And I learned a lot about it myself because I I thought I knew about it, but not nearly to your level. That's where your expertise. And I want to get more into it today, if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. And you bring up a good point. We think we know about things and other people think they know, but that's why we need someone who has the lived experience because it helps us to have insights we might not normally have. Yeah, and it's super interesting. And you know, one of the things that came up as you were telling me what attachment disorder is and how it manifests or how it shows up is, you know, the the fantasy worlds that we can live in and how the, you know, you said when you're at work, if you're so obsessed with these feelings or this new relationship or this person, you can be in that world and it can take you away or distract you from the things you need to get done and the things that, you know, you've response, we have all have responsibilities. So maybe we can talk a little bit about that and how to overcome those distractions and really be present, but enjoy everything that we have that our life is made of. Right. Well, and it's really important, especially for entrepreneurs, like we're responsible for everything in our businesses. It's one thing if you work for someone else and you let a couple things slide, there are other people there to catch some of that um, and help you out. But for entrepreneurs, we, we have got to stay on the ball. We've got to stay on task. And if we can't write the posts we need to write, do the podcast we need to do, perform the trainings we need to perform, meet with the clients we need to and focus on our clients, we're doing our business and ourselves and our clients is huge to service. And that's where it's okay. It's great to be like, I'm in this new relationship. It's fun. It's exciting. I'm enjoying myself. But if we can't get the, if we can't get the normal day-to-day stuff done, we're running into problem areas. What's the, what about the flip side? And I always like to look at both things. So like you're at work, you're distracted. You're at work, you're distracted. What about if your work becomes your distraction? Is there such a thing as being attached to what, because, you know, there's a lot of people that they get into their job, especially entrepreneurs, and they find significance 
and fill the gaps from what they do professionally. What about if you get attached to that and you get like a high from being at work, being with clients, doing that, and then your relationships and your personal life suffer because of that? Well, first of all, congratulations for finding something you're so passionate about. But with all things, there's got to be balance. We can't give up relationships for work and we can't give up work for relationships because both are required for a successful life. And I think that takes us into the whole conversation about balance. When you're at work, be at work. And if you can't be at work, something's out of balance. And maybe it's because there's something very real happening. You know, somebody you care about is sick or you're dealing with a diagnosis or whatever. And, but when we're at family, we need to be able, with our families, we need to be able to set work aside, go out on a date with, with our loved ones, um, hang out with our kids, just to have some personal time without needing to feel, uh, fill every single second with activity. And, and it is an addiction because when you get those hormones firing and something's new and exciting, I mean, it's very, very easy to almost become dependent on that. And it like in today's day and age, you know, I think it's even more prevalent with social media and with like text messaging because of how instant that is. Like you get a text and you just see someone's name pop up at certain points and that can fire all kinds of things. Right. That's why the phone gets turned off and set over there. Right. And it needs to stay over there. And I'll leave my phone in the office sometimes because I'm like, I really need to connect with my family and I really like my clients and I wanna be on for them all the time, but that's gonna burn me out. And then I'm no good to anybody. Yeah, what about burnout? Let's talk a little bit about that now that you mentioned it because that's a big thing that happens in, you know, within work and being so overwhelmed. And I, I would imagine that having those feelings of being very into being obsessed with certain things can lead to overwhelm. Is that, is that the case? Yeah, I think we can get overwhelmed when there's not enough to do. We can get overwhelmed when there's too much to do because it really comes from this place inside of us of not managing whether it's our time or our emotions or our thoughts or like we all entrepreneurs are naturally incredibly creative people. We have to be. If you're like way not creative, it's going to be harder for you to entrepreneur. At least that's my thought. I don't know. I'm lucky because I'm really creative. And when those creative powers are not uh, allowed to come out when we're not expressing them or when we're expressing them too much, it can get way overwhelming really fast. And we have to pull back and get back to our basics, get back to making sure we've got quiet time. We've got personal time. We're connecting with real people in our lives, including ourselves. And I love how you used entrepreneur as a verb there. When we're trying to entrepreneur, I don't, <laughs> I don't think I did that on. I don't think I did that on well, purpose. I think you should start because that was good. It is a thing now. It is a thing now that I'm aware of it. But as you entrepreneur and as you do your <laughs> daily life, and you know th this whole thing, I guess my question is, it's very hard. I, and you said you worked with a therapist, so you you understood it. Or you, it was pointed out to you. But for people listening, it's very hard to look at yourself and say, hey, I may have this. Because when you get into those new relationships or when you get that new job or when this stuff happens and you get that quote unquote obsessive uh, feel, those obsessive feelings, it feels so good and it's something that you wanna do. How do you know when it's time to step back? How do you know to look at it and go, maybe I'm going a little overboard here. Or maybe this is starting to take over a little too much. 
Like, how does that that discovery come into play? That's a juicy question. Uh, a couple of things. If you can't, again, like we said last episode, um, if you can't do what you need to do in your day-to-day life still, then something's out of balance. Um, I had another thought and it's completely escaped me. So I'll come back to it. No, it's just, I think it's hard to self-diagnose, especially when it's something that feels good because people will fight and battle to hold on to the things that feel good, whether it's self-destructive or not. Like for instance, let's take a really simple example. Look at smokers, look at overeaters. I mean, they know they're doing something that's not healthy, but because it becomes an addiction, they will fight and battle to do that and to justify that behavior. And I would assume that attachment disorder is very similar. Yeah, it is. And a big sign that we're we're headed now. I don't want to pathologize just normal childhood stuff and all of that. Um, a big sign that there's something else going on is we're not okay being ourselves by ourselves. We can't be quiet and just be with ourselves. We have to have someone else fill that void. And if the person's not there, that's okay. We're creative types anyway. We're entrepreneuring over here. We'll just make something up in our heads. We'll create a fantasy and we start to create relationships that in our heads are far more committed, um, far more intimate, far more detailed than is in real life. And then that pulls us out of the real life of our businesses and everything else. That's interesting. Can you give an example of that? Um, let's see, without outing myself too much. <laughs> um, no, I can't think of an example. <laughs> so, well, let me ask you this. Do you mean you'll have like a real life relationship with someone, but you'll make it far more intense in your own mind to create those feelings, even though it's really not that intense or it's not that type of relationship, but you'll act as if, and then when the realization hits that it's not, it can be crushing. Oh yeah. Even, and we're aware that we're creating this relationship on our heads. We're not aware of the disconnect between reality, but let's say there's, there's someone at work that we really enjoy spending time with. They're funny. We have really great intellectual conversations and we're able to open up and share some things and have some emotional interaction, some emotional intimacy, some intellectual intimacy. And then we start to think about that person more than the one we married, or we start to think about that person more than the deadline we've got coming up or that person more than the chapter we need to get written because we've got a deadline with our publisher. That's okay. That's where I was going. So it's like, yeah, you, they went back to full circle. We create these fantasy worlds in our own mind and that keeps us distracted or distant from, you know, what we need to get done. And it, it's, it's self-sabotage, right? Yeah, it really is. It really is. It creates this this feeling inside of ourselves. And we know other people are picking up on something. They don't know what's going on. But we've got this world going on inside of us that's not real. But we want to keep feeding it because, like you said, it feels good. And we want this relationship to grow because it feels good. And we start to justify all kinds of things we never would have justified before. Before we sign off, what's one quick tip that you can give people to help them, you know, stay more focused and less distracted when these good feelings come up or they want to, you know, think about that person instead of doing work when they're at work. What's one tip that you can give them they can implement right away? 
enjoy your good feelings and keep them in the places they belong. Stay in reality and learn to live within reality while you're having a good time. Lacey Bentley, thank you so much. This has been great for today and the past episode that we did. I've learned so much. And I want to remind people that they can grab a copy of your book, Addicted to Love, wherever books are sold. And also join your Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Distracted Woman Group. Lacey, thanks again. I can't wait to speak with you real soon. All right. Thanks, Mario. Hey, everyone. I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Conversations are what I thrive on. It's something that I believe is so important for each and every one of us to have conversations that matter, to have conversations that connect us, to create relationships with each other. So the conversation that I have with the guests that are on the show, the conversations that the guests and I create to have with you are equally important and a great way for you to have conversations with us is to rate and review the podcast. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and rate and review this, it is much appreciated. And you can always find us at MediaMario.com. If you go to MediaMario.com, you can find all the things there. If you want to connect with the guests that I had on today or guests that I've had on the show in the past, you can go to MediaMario.com and get their information. If you want to connect with me and have a conversation with me, I welcome that. All my social links everywhere that you can find me all over the web is at MediaMario.com. So go there, visit us, connect with us. I'd love to have conversations with you. I hope you found value in today's show, and I can't wait to bring you the next conversation on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. Until then, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you real soon.